Hello and welcome to the Pod Bible Podcast, episode number 98. The final Pod Bible Podcast of 2021-2021 is actually how people are saying the year now, right? My name is Adam Richardson. I am the host of this podcast, quite obviously, and also the editor of Pod Bible Magazine. And the brand new Pod Bible Magazine, issue 18, is out right now and features no such thing as a fish they are our cover stars and our main interview and we've also got lots of other interviews and reviews and recommendations and tips and loads of good stuff so head over to podbiblemag.com to check that out all right before we get into this episode i should tell you that not only is it the last episode of the year it is also a sponsored episode and it is sponsored today by gl pro GL Pro are a content creation company who produce professionally engineered and distributed podcasts as well as all sorts of other content from video to social media. Loads of good stuff. If you head over to glpro.co.uk, you will be able to uh, see what they do. But also, if you stick around for the rest of this episode, uh, Pod Bible co-founder Stu Whiffin is catching up with uh, Jay, I believe. Yeah, Jay from GL Pro to talk all about uh, their product, their business, their company and what they can do for you. So yeah, stick around for that. On the last episode of the Pod Bible podcast, we had Fran Tarouskis from On the Outside talking about her show. And then we had recommendations from Blake Harrison, one half of the MMA fan podcast, and Sam Clements, who is the host of 90 Minute or Less Film Fest. Can we get into it? You know what? We can't because I need to talk to you very briefly about the Pod Bible end of year polls, aka the Pod Bible poll winners. I forgot to mention it on the last episode, but the polls are open. Every year we get people to uh, vote for the best podcasts of the year, exclusively voted for by listeners and fans and visitors to podbiblemag.com. And if you go to that website, you can vote for your favourite podcasts across a number of different categories, all sorts of uh, wonderful people, podcasters and uh, genres to uh, get involved in, vote for. And uh, yeah, if there's a pod that isn't included, perhaps there's a small pod, like a, one of your mates has got a podcast and you know needs a little leg up, then we have a category at the end where you can submit any podcast you like in the Oh My Pod independent pod category. So podbiblemag.com is where you need to go. And uh, yeah, vote for your favourite podcasts. Boom. That is all the preamble. It's time to get to this week's guests and we are going to kick things off with a chat with the comedian Chris Martin talking about his show, Getting My Dad to Say I Love You. Okay, I'm joined by Chris Martin today and I'm very excited because we're going to hear all about his brand new podcast, uh, which uh, has only just come out pretty much. Chris, how are you? I'm good, mate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Can you tell us all about the show, what it is, how it came about? I'm excited. The, the podcast called Getting My Dad to Say I Love You. It came about during lockdown. I'm, I live in America most of the time now, but I was Zooming some friends out there and we were just, we were doing, a, you know, the Zoom games, the kind of pub quiz and the, the, all the, some form of gaming, yeah. which is fine. But then to have a few drinks and then we just start talking about our parents and then all of us bonded there were some writers out in LA and a couple of other performers and we were just like I was bonding over how um my dad and someone else's dad have the inability to say the phrase I love you and then no we st I started going actually has my dad ever said I love you so then I went on and zoomed my mum and dad and then I was like dad have you ever said I love you to me and he was like probably and then uh and i was like all right we'll just say it and then he just couldn't say it he can't he couldn't say it so i was like that's weird and then i was like oh have i just been doing 
everything in my career to make make him say I love you. So the idea of the podcast is I chat to other comedians um, and, you know, at some point season two and three, we'll have writers and actors and it's kind of to find out whether we just want our parents to say I love you and if they've said it before. And at the end of it, I'm hoping my dad will finally say it. Yeah, wow. That's immediately got me thinking about my relationship with my dad, which exactly. I guess is going to be happening a lot with, exactly, uh, with yeah. your show and people tuning in. And I found out just before this that you are actually at your mum and dad's house right now, right? So I am. I'm live. I'm live in their, in their house, um, struggling to help my dad do something on a computer, which uh, is, uh, I know it's kind of hack, but it's never not frustrating trying to do oh, a... Yeah especially because the way he maintains a computer is just disgusting. It's dis- his desktop. His desktop gave me a mental breakdown just now. Just just so full of shit. Incredible. Well, I imagine if you tell him that, then that's not going to help towards your, uh, your It's not going to help. It's not going to help. So you say you have guests um, and different comedians and everything, in, the, in this, especially in this first series. Can you give us an idea of who you've had on? Yes. What I've done, actually, is I've put the whole podcast up in one chunk so you can binge it i know podcasts go week by week but i was kind of like oh it's it's eight eps and so we've got romesh rob beckett roisin Connerty, ed gamble jamali maddox tiff stevenson uh jenny's who's a great american comedian and my old podcast partner carl donnelly so it's a good mix mix of people nice. different backgrounds yeah it's good and everyone's got a slightly different there's a lot of recurring stuff that comes up but there's also some some nice specific stuff as well yeah, I like that. There's a yeah, good mix there, as you say. A lot of uh, big podcasters, so you know that they're going to know what they're doing. They're going to have their mic set up because I'm assuming you've recorded, especially with you you being in the states and things. You just did this all over over Zoom. I did it all over the yeah via the internet. It's that weird thing. Some po- I know sometimes it's great to be like in a room mm. uh, with the same person as for certain mediums, but um, this seemed to work good. It's kind of one one on one. I think is good. You can do that on Zoom. So we got to yeah, we got some like funny stories from some people, and then we got some kind of. I think Ramesh made me nearly cry, actually, not intentionally. Really? But he wasn't, yeah. But it was like also made me laugh. And then Beckett was just making jokes about his dick and stuff whilst, well, but really to cover up the fact that he uh, he's a quite sweet bloke who has a lot of deep <laughs> feelings. But as we all do, we'll uh, use humour to uh, cover up the fact that we're desperately needing a cuddle from our mum and dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. So I like the idea that you have done this sort of, you, you know, you're going to do series or um, seasons, you know, as I'm sure you say a lot more now that you're uh, residing over I there. I know, it's weird. I keep getting that wrong. I'm like, yeah, they say seasons, series is the whole show in America, but yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's quite a different way of doing it because I think a lot of comedians, especially during lockdown when people were popping up with podcasts, were like, well, I'll just do this weekly. But I guess it's quite nice for you knowing that you're going to record eight. You can get them all done in your own time, get them all polished, nice, ready to go upload them and then take some time off and enjoy it and and, and see the reaction yeah no i i used to do a weekly podcast I, I'd, I'd like to do another weekly podcast but i think on something like this it, it kind of it's not like time dep- it's not it's evergreen mm. is that the phrase where so it can be recorded whenever it doesn't feel irrelevant anymore whereas sometimes if you're kind of just chatting you need to have a bit of a handle on what's happening in the world but i feel like your family dynamics aren't going to 
you know, is well, I guess depends on how much computer admin you've got to do week by week for your family, but it, sta- it stays pretty um, samey. So I thought, yeah, just get the series and then let's see how it goes. And hopefully people like it. And then, yeah, there's, I've got a few people in mind for two C's, C- series, sorry, UK <laughs> people, series two. God, I hate myself when I say anything. Fuck, I, saw, I said soccer the other day and I nearly cut my wow. own larynx out as a punishment That's for a doing one. that. Yeah, I think, yes, everybody's saying, saying uh, seasons now, so it's cool. That one's fine, I think. So what's the plan? When are you thinking of bringing that out? Are you just going to, obviously, in the new year new year at some point, but what are we thinking? It, a couple of months? No, it's, it's, it's out when, oh, what, series two, one. series two. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's, yeah. I think I just want to get through the festive period um, is the main thing. And then I think it's like, yeah, this has come out for, in December. So I think give it a month or two, and then I'd say springtime in 2021 would be good um i'm a bit i'm working on a show at the moment which is taking up quite a lot of time but i've got christmas holidays for two weeks but then yeah i finished that mid-february so i'm hoping yeah maybe february march get them recorded to get that out yeah perfect um and then final question would be i mean i was kind of hoping you know you are at your parents house now and you have helped your dad with his laptop or his his computer just before still this. hasn't still hasn't said i love you for all my help I've given well me. that's the thing i would have loved it if he'd run in in the background and just uh shouted i love you but <laughs> if, it, if, <laughs> if that were to happen is that it you know what, then is what? it game yeah where do i go from that i maybe yeah. it's yeah once you open that tap when does it maybe it'd be like getting my dad to 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 stop saying I love you. It's like it's a, yeah. it's a bit much. Well, that could be good. It's a bit much, John. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it's. I guess if he says it, it's still, it's still. Uh, it doesn't ruin the whole concept because I'm still. I chat to him at the top and the tail, and then I, I chat to the the guests, and uh, it, just because he says. Oh, I mean, nice. I hope he says it. I hope he says it because you never know what's going to happen. Life's short, so I hope he says exactly. it exactly. But um, I think the podcast works whether he says it or not. But um, I can't ruin whether he says it in season one. Uh, yeah that's how i get people that's how i get people to listen mate leave a hook will john martin say he loves me we'll find out yeah what a moment it will be or uh maybe it won't be but yeah if he if he does that'd be a big payoff for the listeners so yeah people should go and check it out all right chris thank you very much for coming on thanks mate appreciate it Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you coming on to talk about that. Really enjoyed that conversation. Recorded that last Thursday. Buddy, peace. Our producer. Oh, he had to edit this last minute. Apologies for that, buddy. You are the bomb. Uh, 38-year-old saying the bomb. Oh, dear. Right, let's get on to recommendations. Um, of course, Chris will be back on another episode to uh, discuss his favourite podcasts. But for now, we've got a couple of return guests and we're going to kick things off Firstly, with Howard Cohen, who is one half of Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. I think Dane chips in on this conversation as well, uh, but primarily this is for Howard to recommend one of his favourite shows. Right, time for a podcast recommendation and we have a returning guest. We have two guests, but we're going to speak to Howard Cohen, um, who is from Dame Baptiste Questions Everything. He's going to recommend us a podcast. Dame Baptiste is obviously here as well, so he might do a bit of heckling, who knows. Howard, what would you like to recommend? It's tough, mate, and I'll tell you why it's tough, is because I would recommend lots of very famous podcasts, but then I would feel like yeah. I'm just the guy who says, oh, you should just listen to the Beatles, you know, if someone said to you, what music, you know, like This American Life, Making Sense... 
you know, I really rate Intelligence Squared. I also really rate, mm. uh, what's it called, uh, Embedded, which has kind of stopped a little bit now. But I really like that. And also, uh, yeah, lots of things, you know. But the okay. one I'll recommend is Silly. And it's uh, from uh, my friends at Turtle Canyon Comedy. And it's congrats right, yeah. on the new dot, dot, dot. And it's a, a, a podcast where the fact is that someone's on to promote something and it's just it just turns out it's made up. Steam uh, Rascopolis. Uh, the very brilliant Steam Rascopolis, whose name I can't say very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Steam Rascopolis, yeah, there you go. Got it right second time uh, because Dane corrected me. And uh, it, it's funny. It, it's funny and it's a brilliant, like I like that idea. That's a good concept. It made me laugh as a concept and it makes me laugh as a show. I, I will just say the daily is the best podcast in the world. No offence to this one or my own, just because I feel like I need to always say to people that I think the New York Times is daily, is the best nice. podcast in the I world. Nice. You've done a great job there. Shout out to the big boys, but you don't really focus on them. Pick out a little niche one, but then bang at the end. Just, just remind everyone that if you actually wanted journalism done at a high level, the New York Times is the daily is about the best. Because they've got more money than us, you mm. see, mate. Like The Guardian, they do their best. But they ain't got the dollars like the, the yeah. New York Times has got. New York Times, big bucks to send people to Mexico and, and all sorts yeah, of crazy stuff. Yeah, nice. So, um, Dane, have you listened to the uh, Congrats on the New? Have you, have you, have you listened I to that have, show? I may Steen? have heard it before, actually, to be honest. Um, and, you know, Steen is a very innovative comedian, uh, actor and podcaster. So it doesn't surprise me that he's came up with quite a novel concept for a podcast. So I think I may have seen the uh, at its very early inception, but I would definitely give it a listen because I, I like to uh, especially build up a, a backlog of podcasts um, for uh, long-term travel as a comedian on the road. So it'll definitely be one of them that's on there. Get that one in the library. Yeah, I think I listened to the episode with Brett Goldstein fairly early and I just really enjoy comedians trying to get other comedians to crack up because obviously the, a, a lot of the, the format of this is that they're trying to keep a straight face, right? And pretend that they are actually promoting this thing when actually uh, it's all made up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a very funny show. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much, Howard. And, uh, and of course, Thanks, Dane guys. for coming on. Pleasure. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Dane. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the pod. If you missed the chat about Dane Baptiste questions, everything, then scroll back through your podcasts. And uh, it was a few episodes back now. It was a very good chat. I always wanted to get those guys on the pod. So it's been a joy to, to hear from them. Final recommendation this week is from a gentleman who... I was going to say needs no introduction, but that is literally my job here to introduce the guests. Uh, Scroobius Pitt is, of course, a, uh, a, a partner of Pod Bible, a partner of Pod Bible, a co-founder of Pod Bible, along myself, alongside myself and Stu Whiffin. Um, he is the host of Distraction Pieces. He does all kinds of brilliant stuff within the uh, podcast industry as well, and he's here to recommend a podcast that he loves. Right, it's time to welcome the return of Scroobius Pip uh, to recommend a podcast for us. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Adam? I'm good, thanks. Um, I'm intrigued as to what you are going to recommend. We've touched on it on previous episodes, but you've, you've covered a lot for us over, over the... Well, it is over the years now. Um, yeah. You have talked about a variety of different shows, and I'm intrigued as to what, what you're going to recommend for us today. Where, where are we going? What are we doing? Well, this one's a bit of a... F- first for me on the recommends i think because it's essentially a true crime type podcast it's a produced thing it's not most of the things i recommend ends up being 
quite unprofessional sounding or a load of people in a room all talking or whatever else. I like that free-flowing nature of conversation. These episodes are essentially monologues. Um, It's called Our Thing, and it's with Sammy the Bull is the the title. And it's Sammy the Bull Gravano, who was one of the top people in in the Mafia. And it's him essentially... Mm telling the stories of of what happened he was coming up with john gotti and that crowd and then kind of i think i've not finished series two yet you know helping john gotti when there was a push for a takeover and just yeah it's an absolutely he's an amazing storyteller there's obviously a good production team behind it have gone right we've got access to this guy who has never told all these stories before and uh yeah wow it's amazing so i've, I've just uh having googled it just before we spoke it, it says sam uh well salvatore or sammy the bull uh gravano yeah. was born on march the 12th 1945 so that makes him what 76 yeah and and it's literally just him monologuing about memories from those those days yeah it's it's really n- nicely produced and it's all kind of in order so it it will he'll tell a story and then it will kind of have music or there'll be a little teaser intro a a, a slug line at the beginning and then right, the music yeah. will come up and then it'll be like it was 1974 <laughs> and then he'll he'll go into his story and yeah it's all there is a bit of jumping back and forth in timelines but it's all done really clearly and and cleverly but yeah there's no other voices on there other than Sammy there's no one saying that produced it really well that it's just him him telling his stories direct and yeah it's astounding how did you discover this or was this research are you like trying to get a role in a gangster film or something no I'm not (laughs) but I'm even more intrigued now um a blind boy boat club of the Blind Boy podcast was tw- a tweeting about it, and I liked ah. the tweet he did. It was like he gave a little quote of the opening line from this one, and he was like, "That's how you open a podcast," because it was something absolutely horrific. <laughs> and he he DM'd me to say, "Give it a listen, man, and start at the beginning. Start at series one and work your way through, um, because it's it's worth it." And yeah, I completely agree with him. It's it's really interesting. Um, and it's been mad as well. Like a couple of nights ago, I was f- f- flicking around on TV, and and Godfather Part Two was on. And one of the scenes in that, I was like, "That happened to Sammy. That that's right. from." And you know how all like Godfather and Goodfellas and that were praised because they were clearly w- well researched and anonymously g- guided. Yet they were all fictional characters. Instantly, I've seen two or three things that I'm like, "Well, that's where they got that from in this in Godfather or in Goodfellas or in whatever else." Yeah, it actually happened to Sammy the Bull, and yeah, his crowd. That is cool. That I mean, that's very different. We haven't had yeah. many of those kind of. Well, if, yeah, I can't think of anything similar that we've had. I know there's a podcast called American Vigilante that's doing really well at the moment, which yeah. um, is is sort of a similar thing in that it's somebody talking to like a wily old person i can't remember exactly what it was that he did if he was a bounty hunter or something but just lets this old guy tell his story and there's some horrific tales and you but but you end up sort of loving this guy and empathizing with him and sort of um sort of warming to him even though he's telling you about these awful things that he's done to people 
Yeah, yeah, completely. It's that weird thing. It's it's how the mafia have in a way been glorified in in TV and film because yeah. you hear him talking and you're like they do have a code and they do have rules. And again, it's not a code that we would all live by, but it's still a code. It's not just these horrific, yeah. violent thugs. It's like, no, here's here's the rules. And they live by, live and die by that. Like, there's an amazing bit where he's sent to kill someone and the respect he, 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 he gains for this guy because of the way he conducts himself before he's potentially killed i won't say if he gets killed or not but yeah. it's amazing you you get completely you it, it allows you to completely detach the fact that we're talking about murder here yeah. <laughs> organized planned murder but it's this beautiful thing of these two guys finding a connection and coming together as the the person about to be murdered and the person about to do the murder and it's yeah it's mind-blowing wow right i'm gonna have to try and find that episode but yeah appreciate that that is uh very different and uh, one that I'm sure a lot of people will uh, go out of their way to check out. So that's our thing uh, podcast with Sammy the Ball Gravano. Just yeah. sounds cool. It does sound cool, doesn't it? <laughs> Perfect. Thanks very much, Pip. No worries. Thank you, Scroobius Pip. All right, that is normally it. That is normally it. We have three guests, then we wrap things up and we go home. But no, today is a special episode. As I said before, it's sponsored by GL Pro. And we're going to find out a lot more about GL Pro right now as Stu Whiffin has a little chat with them. Okay, Jay, tell me all about your business. So we are a um, content creation agency, which is kind of a dirty word, if I'm honest, because everyone says content and means something different. For us, it is all of the stuff and stuff is definitely an industry term. So we create video podcasts and design and work with brands, businesses and marketing teams kind of throughout the world to give them all the stuff that they need (laughs) to be able to promote themselves on social I guess where we're a little different from other businesses is that uh, I don't think people have the time to become the next TikTok star, start giving it all uh, the dance and everything, you know, especially business people, they're good at something and they should be doing it. So we come up with ideas like a podcast, for instance, where they can spend a small amount of time, say an hour a week doing a show and walk away with up to 67 pieces of content across video, podcast, design, which means their marketing team can really post stuff everywhere. They've got something for Instagram. They've got something for LinkedIn. They've got something for Facebook. Wherever you're posting, they've got ad content. More importantly, it's I, I think in 2020, <laughs> in the 2020s, People don't like, you know, people don't have salespeople anymore, right? I don't need someone to knock on my door to say, hey, you need double glazing. I don't sit there cold in winter being like, if only something would change. <laughs> As we did in the 90s, right? And since someone knocked on my door with this this, this white gold, <laughs> we can make your house warm, sir. Now I can search for it, right? Everyone's an informed buyer. I can Google anything I want to and say, if I'm, you know, if I'm cold in the winter, get double glazing. Okay, double glazing companies, bam, right? So for that reason, people buy from people more so than maybe ever before. I throw a stick, you'll hit 10, 10 agencies like mine, right? A hundred agencies like mine. Whatever business you do, there's, there's a competitor. No one's doing anything, you know, 
completely brand spanking new. You've got this USB and that USB. So what it's about, it's about the people you employ. It's where everyone spends all the money in finding those good people who know stuff. So using a podcast, using some content, using some direct-to-video messaging, give those people a chance to shine. And that's, as far as I'm concerned, that's what all good businesses are good at is finding good people. So why not let them shine and get that voice out there? I mean, from, from creating video content and such, like, uh, I don't know what the background of, of the business was, but did podcasting, was that something that sort of evolved into the business due to the sort of boom of it? And, and have you been sort of excited by that? Yeah, it's actually the other way around for us. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're seven years old as a business, but probably eight years ago, eight plus years ago, uh, my uh, co-founder, Tony, we've been in bands together for years. Uh, we're 20, you know, best friends for 20 years. He said to me on a uh, um, next Wednesday, could you host my podcast? And I was like, cool, what's a podcast? And he was like, it's like a, uh, it's like the audio, it's like the um, DVD commentary, but there's no DVD. And I was like, oh, okay. That's one of my favorite things. So I hosted a podcast for him and like for a week, listened to podcasts, found out what that was, realized Kevin Smith was a podcaster. He's one of my favorite directors and was like, ah, okay, cool. Yeah. Dick and fart jokes. I'm great. This is, this is perfect. First podcast I was on ran for like three and a half hours. And I was like, this is, this is for me. I love it. And we're talking eight years ago, right? So before BBC Sounds, before podcasting was part of the common vernacular. So I loved it. And we, 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 we uh, I was part of a, uh, his show for a while. We weren't playing music together much anymore. So I suggested, let's do a show where we talk to musicians and have the chat, right, that we used to have in the green room. Because we were in a band. We weren't a particularly successful band, but we played some, right? So the conversation you'd have of some beers in the green room with the rest of the bands, man, how'd you write that? Like, oh, you need to get into these deep, long conversations. I'd have that chat, or I'd have the same question asked by me by the drunk bloke at the end of the night. Mate, how did you write that song, right? So what we, we the, the idea of the podcast was how to write a tune. We sat down musicians, buskers, famous people, everyone in between, right? How do you write your music? Like what is the common denominators about writing songs in grime and folk and rock and metal and blues and jazz and everywhere across the board? So after starting that show, after six months, we were nominated for best podcast in the world at one of the podcast awards. Oh, woohoo! It's eight years ago. It was a very small market. And, um, and, and that point was the kind of the idea of the business was born. So that's literally why we've been doing it for so long. I, I looked around and was like, I love this. I love podcasting. It's great fun. Like it's, but it's also going to be useful for business. And I sat in an awards ceremony wearing a dicky bow tie with our show as one of, in one of the categories as a nominee and being like, it's a real thing. Like this is a real thing, even though maybe eight years ago it wasn't. So we started offering pretty much like that service because if I hadn't had a microphone put in front of me by a guy who worked in Microsoft and had been producing albums for the last 10 years, i.e. new audio and was dead techie, we weren't going to get a good podcast out. Yeah. Eight years ago, it wasn't click and play, was it? How did you find the sort of lockdown affected the, the outpouring of creators and, and specifically podcasters? Mm, huge boom, right? Huge boom. There's been some some massive, uh, uh, some brilliant things have come out of it, I think. I think the fact that a lot of actors had to get into like, oh, I can't do anything. What can I do? And lent into podcasting. I think a great example is uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends with the um, two guys from Scrubs, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Brilliant show. Really, really good show. Another one, Talking Sopranos, where two of the cast are Sopranos. 
and I'm not going to fall all over their names, but two of the cast of Sopranos um, talk through each of the episodes and do watch those. And I think there's been some real wins there, but everybody started a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they really did. And I think that never, never before have we seen a bigger example of pod fading of shows getting 10, 12 episodes in and then disappearing forever. Yeah. My, my whole kind of approach to, to the world of podcasting is I just want more people to know what podcasts are because at the front page of Pod Bible, every issue, what's the podcast, how do I listen? Because I've had so many conversations. We're, we're recording this just before Christmas. And I know that at this Christmas, I've been podcasting for five years now. And I guarantee one of my relatives at Christmas will be, as the podcast going? Yeah, really well, thanks. Cool. What is it? And I just think the more people that kind of dip their toe into it and, and, and you know, have a go at it, I think it just kind of spreads the, the word that this community is a really lovely place to kind of, you know, hang out in. Mm. Okay, well, look, I guess just to sort of wrap things up, what's coming up? Where do you want to go with the business? Where are you going to take it? What's happening next year? Sure. For us, we've always been, um, had a huge amount of business in the US. Uh, I was amazed at how kind of farther along in the podcasting journey the US has always been compared to the UK market. Um, so from day one, we were working all over the US uh, producing shows for all kinds of businesses. So in the next couple of years, no, well, hopefully by the end of 2022, but with the world as it is, like to be flexible, looking to open uh, GL Pro US uh, as opposed to just GL Pro UK, so be part of the group actually have a base over in uh somewhere hot in america I'm be nice. um yeah i want to i want to wear a t-shirt to work um so, <laughs> um and also just growing up a team right we're, we're in a wonderful position where we we get to help people break that thing that they you know stops them podcasting i can't do this how do i make it happen and get out there right as much as listeners have a problem trying to find uh, how they listen to the show. There's all of those people who listen to podcasts who then don't know how to make it happen. Yeah. We can get rid of that area and roadblock for businesses and people, right? And it's a great it's great for us because it means that just expands. We get to just become experts in a bunch of different topics. I say experts, um, but you know, we, we've worked on farming podcasts, agricultural, dentistry, uh, real estate comedy uh, and it's always good to have someone be like did you know <laughs> there's something different so for us the future is continue to do that and continue to help people um you know launch their shows and carry on to produce their shows wonderful if people want to find out all about the business where's the best place to go search for us um at gl pro uk uh we're on everywhere if we're not on it we're not there um as simple as that uh and you know f- follow me as well on linkedin J ludgrove uh, I think I'm the only one out there. Uh, we release some um, some fun content as often as we can. And um, I'm always happy to say hello and answer some questions about podcasting. Totally free. Just I like the community like you, Stu. I just love the community. and want to help people be able to get out there and get the voice out there. Lovely. Thanks loads, Jay. Amazing. Take it easy. There we go. We're clued up. We know what GL Pro can do. And uh, yeah, sounds as if uh, you should head over to their website if you want to find out more and potentially uh, get involved with them and get some incredible content created. Thank you very much to GL Pro for sponsoring this episode of the Pod Bible Podcast. That is it this week. Issue 18, as I said, is out now. We've got big things happening in 2022 with the magazine. So please keep your eyes peeled. Very exciting developments. 
happening with Pod Bible. Uh, as I said, the Pod Bible poll winners, you can go and vote podbiblemag.com. Uh, if you want to learn how to make a podcast, then a little while ago in 2020, I interviewed a number of different podcast professionals, producers, uh, hosts, um, production company uh, bosses, uh, commissioning editors, all kinds of really interesting people from the podcast industry. I basically asked them what their key tips are when it comes to how to make a podcast, how to make a successful podcast. And if you go to Himalaya.com forward slash pod, uh, you can access that learning course. It's basically a podcast, but uh, they refer to it as a learning course. And if you use the promo code pod, P-O-D, you get a 14-day free trial. So you can smash all the episodes uh, and then, yeah, cancel your membership. Classic. Okay, podbiblemag.com is where you can read the magazine and uh, order back issues to your door. You can sign up for our weekly newsletter as well at Podbible on social media, info at podbiblemag.com if you want to drop us an email. That is it for the year. As I said, thank you to everybody who listened to the Podbible podcast this year. Uh, if you listen to every episode, wow, that is amazing. Thank you very much. Um, if you listen to one or two episodes, that is also fine. Uh, we hope you got some recommendations and found some new podcasts that you are now enjoying. And uh, yeah, we can't wait for next year. As I said, big things planned for Pod Bible, so keep an eye. And thanks for your support. Have a wonderful Christmas. I hope you all stay safe and uh, manage to get to see some of your loved ones. And uh, yeah, see you in 2022. 2022.